0: Welcome to Black Girl Burnout Podcast, Kelly here, and today our guest is Tyra Morrison. You are going to love this episode. Let me tell you a little bit about how Tyra describes herself and then a little bit about how I see her. Tyra is a 28-year-old from the bayous and swamps of Louisiana. She describes herself as an actress, a photographer, a pastry chef, and a travel enthusiast who's based in Los Angeles, California. She creates resources for Black creatives who want to escape fear and share their creativity with the world without compromising their integrity, creativity, faith, and most importantly, without breaking the bank. She's also a huge advocate for mental health and created the podcast Affirmations for Black Girls to create a safe space, affirmations for women who may be suppressing their feelings where they can be open with themselves. She provides emotional support and encouragement to Black girls that have encountered things they do not yet feel comfortable sharing with friends, family, or the world. The podcast discusses all things relationships, faith, careers, self love, personal development, whilst helping to reflect on their own life journey and think about how they're feeling in order to move forward in a healthy manner. Tyra and I spend the week having a fantastic conversation. You will get to see and hear. Her energy. She is such a joy to be in company with. Let's dig into today's interview as we get to know a little bit more about Tyra herself and about how she opts out of struggle.
1: I've been a rider to run it up
0: All right, Tyra, I'm so excited to have you here. We were just laughing off, yes, off camera here, having the time of our lives. I'm so excited to have you here, Tyra. I've already done an intro for you, but I love it when people introduce themselves. So tell us who is Tyra. Ooh. That's a fully loaded question, right? So,
1: <laughs> so I'm Tyra, also known as Tyra the Creative, and I am an actress, content creator, pastry chef, and podcast host. And yeah, I <laughs> that's love short, that. That's very short and sweet. That was very short. That was, you, you built this up and you're like, and yeah. four adjectives and, and goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite pastry to make? This is very important. You know, I always get this question and I never know how to answer it. And I always start off the answer by saying exactly what I just said. I okay, so there's a lot of things that I that are my favorite thing to make, but I am a chocolatier. That Mm. was my concentration in pastry school. So I like to make truffles and bonbons and anything with couverture chocolate. That's that's where that's my happy place. But before I actually went to culinary school, I would have said like a French. dessert is my favorite or a french pastry like a croissant or even like pedophores or something like that is my is my favorite or macaroons macarons if
0: you want to be Ooh. fancy <laughs> Ooh, are those the same ones you want to eat because sometimes what you like to eat yes it, what you want to eat okay
1: halfway yes i love croissants and i love uh macarons i don't really eat a lot of chocolate i just love to make it look pretty
0: oh mm-hmm. nice okay <laughs> <laughs> All right, you, this is you're probably one of the most at least in your intro, the most eclectic of folks <laughs> from like acting to yeah. a chocolatier to podcasting to content creation. I am here for it. Yes. And so let's let's get into it then. Tell us about your journey in general. You said you were an actress, you said mm-hmm. you were a content creator. Um we'll focus on those in a podcaster. What led you to get into this that realm of creativity and all of those things? Like how did that show up for you?
1: I think it's it's been there my whole life. And I was just talking to a friend about this. My parents really provided a space for me and my brother to just explore creatively. And I just found myself constantly being put in the situation where I was. I was coerced to create, or maybe not coerced, but I was. I was. What's the word I'm looking for? I was encouraged to create. Um, so I was in my first play in 2004. But even before that, I was in fourth grade in 2004. Before that, I used to create little plays um, that I would perform on the holidays. I would cast my cousins and stuff. And my parents were just so supportive of that. And I just loved doing it. I used to make little song books. I also pay- play the keyboard. I used to make little song books, and I used to perform for my mom, dad and my brother when I was little. And they would just sit there and watch me perform. And and it literally just snowballed from there. And I've I just I've been creating my whole life. That's where I started though.
0: I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's great. <laughs> and what led you to creating their podcast, Affirmations for Black Girls? What led you to that piece of the creativity?
1: So I started my podcast in 2020 and I had wanted to do a podcast beforehand and I had two failed attempts. I did one with a previous boyfriend of mine and it just fell through. And then I did one with uh, or I tried to start doing one with two of my friends, and it just fell through. And I said, you know what, I think this is God telling me, do it yourself. So I just sat with that for a couple of years. And I was like, I don't know what I would talk about. But then on my YouTube channel, because I'm also a YouTuber, I found that I didn't really have a space that I felt was enough space to talk about mental health and my personal growth journey. So I said, okay, this needs to be separate. And I was like, oh my gosh, okay, maybe this is what my podcast needs to be. So I dropped a few episodes and it, it skyrocketed and it's just oh, become yeah. a huge podcast. <laughs> it's huge.
0: Yeah. Tyra's important people. She's <laughs> VIP in the podcasting world for sure. For sure. <laughs> and so what made you settle upon, I mean, mental health is very broad. Mm-hmm. What made you settle upon affirmations for black girls? Like the affirmations piece. What mm-hmm. made you go that route?
1: Because I wish I had this when I was little, when I was growing up and I just got into affirmations as a whole more so recently. In 2019, I started going to therapy and I just realized just how powerful affirmations were. So I literally said to myself, okay, Tyra, you want your podcast to be about mental health. You want it to be about your journey. You want people who look like you and who have experienced the types of things that you have experienced to listen to this podcast. You want to make sure that it is an SEO-friendly podcast name so that they can actually find you. Amen. So I said, Okay, affirmations for black girls. I didn't want to say black women because this is something that I also wanted for younger me, you know, and I'm always going to be a black girl, even when I'm 50, 60. I'm always going to be a girl. But I, I really wanted to make sure that I am encompassing everyone and are all black girls. So that's that's how I came up with with the name.
0: Yeah. And girls community. It's both an age. Right. But it's also community. I felt the same way about black girl burnout. It's Mm -hmm. like, yes, I day to day on the outside world. We're women. Like I obviously honor that. I don't reduce anyone to a girl in that negative way. But when we're amongst ourselves, who's saying what? We're saying girl. Exactly. We're (laughs) saying girl. We're like, come on, girls. We're not saying women. (laughs) (laughs) Who's saying that? Nobody. (laughs) Nobody. So it is it does mean something. It means it's like a signal to me that this is for me. Yeah. Like it's a call out to me when I see like affirmations for Black girls or Black girls. I don't assume it means you're talking to five year olds, right? Yeah. I assume that you're saying, "Girl, come here, mm-hmm. I got something for you," and you know, in the form of affirmations. So yeah, I love it. Y'all check out the podcast. I've already been plugging it. It's it's fabulous, Yay, and it's so much overlap right? Between what we talk about. That's one of the things that I love is like there's a lot of intersection between what we talk about. And at this podcast, we have similar themes, but we talk about opting out of struggle, which I think Mm -hmm. Affirmations for Black Girls is the journey to helping you do. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to ask you, what has it been like for you in areas of your life where you felt struggle or burnout, right? Kind of one and the same in some ways. How have you addressed those things? What were those things and how did you opt out of them?
1: I think for me, opting out has come forcefully. Like I have <laughs> I have been at the point where I'm like, okay, I literally cannot do it this anymore. I I used to a lot of times I used to say I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired of this. And Mm -hmm. I got to that point so many times in different areas of my life, whether it was relationships or even in my career. And I'm like, something got to give right now, because I literally cannot go on in this way anymore. And that's when I started to make a shift. Now it's easier for me to say, okay, I'm feeling a little resistance to this. I'm feeling a little uncomfortable. I don't think that this is for me. So I'm able to be more self-aware earlier on than being completely burnt out from the stuff in the past. But um, yeah, it took took that. It took me being sick and tired to
0: reroute myself and redirect. Our lives are filled with compromise. But one area a Black woman should never compromise on is her health. If you're looking for a tool that can help you find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health, check out ZocDoc. You can search by location, availability, and insurance. So literally there'll be no compromises because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. All of these doctors have verified reviews from actual real patients. You can filter specifically for the ones who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat basically any condition you're searching for. I've used ZocDoc myself to find members of my medical team, and it has been so easy to use and connect with the right providers for me. Go to ZocDoc.com BGB and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash BGB. ZocDoc slash BGB. What if 2024 you got a little bit better every day? Well, when you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. You don't need to pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. I have loved using Babbel. As you may know, I used to live in Italy, and Babbel helped me be able to speak to vendors, navigate vacation spots, ask for directions. It just made life easier. Babbel's 10-minute lessons are quick and handcrafted by hundreds of language experts that you can start learning to speak a language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 50% off a one-time payment for a lifetime Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at Babbel.com slash BGB. Get 50% off at Babbel.com slash BGB, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash B-G-B. Rules and restrictions may apply. Did you know Black Girl Burnout has a YouTube channel now? We created this channel to give you even more bonus content. Things you will not find on the podcast, like Hey Girl Chats. This is where we build community through conversation with ordinary women like you and myself. It's informal. It's fun. We guarantee you're going to love it. Also on the channel will be affirmations dropped monthly, as well as guided meditations and all our guest interviews. So head over to YouTube and opt in by subscribing to our channel and catch all the new content. Everything is up- Yeah, I feel like that's a lot of our stories, Mm -hmm. (laughs) many of us, the first time, or Mm -hmm. it's a journey to awakening where you say, yeah, I don't want to hit the wall and then say, I'm opting out, right? Because it's not really opting out at that point. It's like, I'm sick and tired, get out of my face, right? That's a different energy than the opt-out, but it leads you to learning some skills that you say, oh, okay, you just said it really beautifully. I'm starting to feel uncomfortable. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's time to do some checking inside and see, is this a moment that, am I opting in a struggle here? Like." Where am I bringing struggle into my life Yes, and where can I say, no, I'm going to, I'm going to leave that behind. And what for you that, that couldn't have been easy, right? It's not easy to kind of realize that. And did you have a journey to where you started realizing, I talk to people a lot about a lot of times when we're stuck in the struggle, there's like either a resignation to it. Like, like this is just the way it's always going to be, or there's an addiction to it the struggle like sometimes we find ourselves like we're consuming content we're constantly living for the struggle stories of our friends and we find ourselves in this pattern whether we know or not where we're just like addicted to being that adrenaline rush or that feeling of being in the struggle are there areas of your life just in general where you found yourself feeling like i i just was resigned to thinking this is the way it had to be Or I was really like there was some level of like oh I've got to get this is working for me I think on the short term that you had to unlearn for yourself.
1: That's a hard question. Um, Ooh, because I'm trying to think about like growing up and when I actually had um, when I actually was living like a in the hustle cu- hustle culture mm-hmm. but i was also young i was like 20 21 so it didn't feel like that so maybe but i can't pinpoint a yes i was definitely just living in it because i thought this is the way that it had to be i i always kept my eye on the prize so i never felt oh i'm sacrificing right now i'm struggling right now i'm losing sleep right now so i don't have to in the future i never thought like that i was like this is the goal. This is what it takes to get to the goal and we're going to do it. And I was never upset about it. I was never like saying, oh, just one more week of this or one more month of this. I never had that type of thought process. And I think that stems from my childhood because I was able to say, no, I don't want to play soccer anymore. No, nope, I don't want to do this. No, nope, I think I want to do this activity versus this. I had the the autonomy to pick and choose at an early age so I never really said nope we just got to get this done and it's just going to be the struggle that's all I got yeah
0: that's more than enough do you think that makes you rare
1: oh oh. (laughs) does it make me rare
0: did you grow up in community with other folks who had that similar experience outside of my household
1: no right so yeah (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Own that. Own the rareness. Oh my gosh. Coming to a realization on the pod. (laughs) Love it. Wow. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm rare and I'm I'm blessed to have had that experience growing up at, at such a young age. It really transformed my mind in the way that I, my outlook on life, honestly.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it, it gives you the tools that a lot of us were learning later that you kind of came up with are out to struggle tools, right? Mm-hmm. It's giving yourself permission to say no and not have to say it forcefully, not to mm-hmm. say it in a place of disgust, but just be like, that, no, I, I tried that. No, nope, yeah. not for me. I'm going to try yeah. something else. And that is part of it is giving yourself permission to just pivot To change direction, to explore something, to be curious, to Mm -hmm. explore more, to be creative. Those are the tools that I think have people opting out of struggle, which is why it makes sense as you're talking about it. It makes sense as to why that hasn't necessarily been your journey, because from a little person, you were able Mm -hmm. to kind of say, no, I'm going to try this different or whatever (laughs) I want to try is possible for me and I'm going to be creative. And if it doesn't work, eh, try something new.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wow.
0: <laughs> we did epiphanies uh, on here. Literally, early, early on. <laughs> Getting that out the way. Yes. But it's, I think there's something to be said about the way you live your life. And I think a lot of creatives, to be honest, because it takes a level of like resiliency, particularly mm-hmm. if you're in like, a, in, in like real, like the creative, what people narrowly think as the creative arts, yeah. right? You have to be resilient and you have to be able to kind of adjust and pivot. And some people do that with bitterness and other people do that, you know, the way you present up into the world and you need it. So I feel like you've got the skills that it takes for you to keep yourself from being in a state of struggle all the time. Mm -hmm. And you probably are reinforcing it in areas of your life too. Like keeping yourself that way. Yeah. So that Tyra's out here being like, Yeah, like you just blew my mind. Like my mind is blown. (laughs) Well, you got to get it, keep it. You got to keep it together, Tyra, because we still got two more segments to cover today. uh, As we transition, this is going to be it for today. But I want when we come back, I want us to talk about How you opt into joy, like how you have joy. You seem like a joyful person, which is why I love you. (laughs) How you maintain joy in your professional life. So Mm. stay tuned, everyone. When we come back, we're going to talk with Tyra about how she keeps joy in her professional life. That's it for today's episode. Here are a few ways where you can support this podcast. First things first, if you haven't, Subscribe and follow the podcast. We're streaming on all major platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just to name a few. Subscribe and get each new episode as it drops. Secondly, subscribe to the newsletter. We have a monthly newsletter that is chock full of goodness and updates, as well as first access to all the giveaways we do here at Black Girl Burnout. Are you following us on our socials? If not, what are you waiting for? You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Black Girl Burnout and on Twitter at BLK Girl Burnout. Last but not least, make our day and leave a review. Your five stars truly give me and the team so much energy, and we appreciate you so much. Until we speak next, take care of yourself and take care of each other.
1: Up in flames, I said, Oh, that I.